So what's the big problem with wealth creation? How do people like us, who didn't inherit a boatload of money, who are investing and building wealth from our own blood, sweat and tears, how do we invest in a way that gives us remarkable results and become financially free before retirement age? I don't know about you, but I am sick of hearing from wealth gurus and experts who don't walk their own talk and prescribe strategies that are a one-size-fits-all approach. For self-made people like you and me, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to be superhuman or already wealthy to reach financial freedom earlier than 65. This is the Alternative Investing Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine who was a professional fighter in his younger years. I genuinely believe if we can draw some lessons and approach our investing like we might get smashed in the ring, there's certainly a lot of turbulence out there right now, then we can bring a new level of awareness to how we invest. So this friend of mine who was a very talented martial artist and longtime investor as well, described a story to me recently, which really resonated and I'm I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this. And that was when he was at the peak of his fighting career and he was preparing for big competitions. His martial arts coach actually pulled him aside and reminded him that when you step into the ring for a fight, there's actually very little doubt that you're going to get cut. You're going to get hurt. There's likely to be some blood. And the real challenge is how you react to getting cut that actually determines what happens next. And to be perfectly frank, it is exactly the same with investing in money. When you put your money into investment deals where you are trying to create a profit or an arbitrage or create alpha, there is a chance that you are going to get hurt. At some point, you're not going to have a lifetime or it's very rare to have a lifetime where you never make an investment decision decision that doesn't go your way at some point. And so if we look at where we are in the cycle, you know, there's pressures in the economic environment right now uh, that are intertwined with a rising emotional state of many investors. And what that's actually doing is creating a cocktail like one that people of my generation certainly haven't seen before. And the more I read and learn about market cycles, the more I realize that it is very hard to deal effectively with the future with Without looking at the past. One of the investors who I've read extensively from and, and watched a lot of his content is Ray Dalio. And he's a huge proponent for this idea that everything that is happening now, even if it hasn't happened in our life, has happened before. And he's studied over 500 years of financial and economic history and kind of drawn out all of those cycles and kind of economic ups and downs that just happen over and over again and over again. So while a lot of people right now, and I, I did have a conversation with a, a girlfriend the other day who was saying exactly the same thing, we've never had this before, that it's unprecedented. And it's really hard to kind of grasp this, but it's unprecedented in our lifetime, but it definitely, these circumstances, this kind of turbulence, these kind of market forces have definitely been there before. So, you know, the underlying premise for this episode, and I am going to keep it short and sharp today, is that it's really, you know, the question you've got to ask yourself is how do you do the work now so that when you might feel emotional later and your judgment might be clouded, that you've done as much as possible to position for the worst 
if it happens. And part of that is we want to understand as investors, who do we need to be? How do we need to think? What are the actions that we need to take in order to preserve our capital as much as possible and grow it, continue to grow it regardless of market conditions? So there's three real lessons that I want to share here, which are really all about the parallels of preparing for a fight as an MMA fighter versus uh, being an investor and trying to succeed in the current market environment. Number one, preparation is the best line of defense. So what I mean when I say that is I am encouraging you as an investor to stress test everything. Now, we already know inflation is on a roll. Interest rates are rising. We know prices are likely to take a hit. If you keep forecasting grim scenarios in terms of running the numbers, how does it impact your cash flow? How does it impact your portfolio from a net worth perspective? How does it impact potentially erosion of cash flow because you've got to service a higher debt? If you keep doing that, then you're less likely to be shocked or overextend. One of the things that I know for sure is people foolishly believe that they are a great investor because they've had some short-lived success and they feel that they can never go backwards. And in fact, even people I know who are top of their game, plenty of successful investors have either lost it all or taken big hits over time. The more important consideration is how do you minimize and prepare for the impact so that it doesn't wipe you out and reconciling that there could be a bit of a pullback in the market, but how are you going to recover quickly? How are you going to move forward? So this concept of preparation is really about saying, I'm not going to wait till I'm in the ring and wait for the blows and the punches to come to me. I'm going to anticipate what those are and I'm going to train for those. The second thing, which is really a bit of an extension from that, is you need to train like an animal. So if you look at MMA fighters and the training that goes along with preparation for getting in the ring, it just seems to go way beyond what you know the average human could endure. And the reason they do that is because not only do they need physical endurance in the ring, but they need mental endurance. So So in the context of being an investor, everyone's out there saying, go out there and educate yourself, go out there and learn. But the truth of the matter is my observation is most people are learning the wrong things, the wrong skills and cultivating the wrong thinking. So part of your journey is to develop what I call a good bullshit detector and start to distinguish between education and wisdom that supports your journey and then and I'm not even going to call it education, but content that is fluff or noise or adds confusion or makes things more complex. Because as your experience as an investor grows, it's really important to know that you it's not necessary to continue to learn in a linear fashion. You know, if you think about what happens when you go to school, kind of you learn A and then you learn B and it's all very linear and, and everything compounds on everything else. And there's definitely an element of that when it comes to financial literacy and education. But as you start to develop skills as an investor, as you start to become more, I guess, sophisticated in your thinking, once you get more experience under your belt, then what it's about is systematically identifying the gaps in your knowledge and plugging those holes. This concept of linear versus systematically identifying blind spots, trying to kind of go and source information that you know is a vulnerability for yourself is a really, really important factor. And for me, particularly education and understanding is the cornerstone of successful investing. Um, Obviously, if you don't then execute on that, that's another issue again. But 
if you can start to discern what is information that supports your wealth growing and investing journey versus information that is really just a shiny distraction or a shiny object, sorry, and a distraction, then you can actually start to be more dispassionate about the way that you train. So that's a really important one for everyone right now, regardless of your level of um, experience around investing. The third and final point that I want to make uh, in terms of, you know, how as investors we can draw lessons from MMA fighters is that MMA fighters set up a very strict diet that supports well-being. Athletes like fighters, they don't just eat anything they like. They probably could and they'd still have the the physique, but it's about being hyper-vigilant about what you consume so that you give yourself every possible competitive edge that you can. So in the context of investing, what I'm encouraging you to do is to stop listening to the talking heads, all of the people out there predicting what will happen in the future. And, you know, it's it's beyond that. They're, they're talking as if they know what will happen in the future, which is total utter nonsense. They absolutely have no crystal ball and no capacity to say with any authority that this will happen. And the best quote is one by a fabulous um, journalist, Morgan Housel, and he basically said, predictions by those with poor track records are given out like candy. So if we're talking about a strict diet in the context of investing, you've got to be really mindful about what you consume. Do not buy into hysteria. I think the reality right now is that people are consuming news and information about the state of the local and world economy and having that kind of create how they feel. There are a lot of strong Strong voices out there right now, some of which even sound credible. There's a lot of statistics getting thrown around. But the truth of the matter is nobody knows what will happen. So if you're going to kind of digest that kind of information, focus on probabilities. Don't buy into this idea that the world is, you know, the sky is falling. Remind yourself that we are in a cycle and, you know, after contraction will come expansion, all that, all that good stuff. But Think about consuming ideas and content from people who you know, like, and trust that you think is offering information that's in alignment with you know, what you're trying to achieve and who you want to be. I genuinely feel that there's too many people out there talking about wealth like it's rocket science. And in fact, the art of wealth building is quite simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. So avoid complexity. So anyway, guys, that's really where I wanted to leave it today. I thought, you know, from the context of looking at how much dedication and preparation these fighters, these MMA and other martial artists put into the work that they do before they step into the ring. And it just occurred to me that as investors, we should be no different. If we're already in the ring, if we're already in the fight, then we've just got to be really you know, digging deep, both from a, an emotional resilience, psychological and actions perspective to protect what we have. Anyway, guys, till next time, can't wait to catch up. Take care. You've been listening to the Alternative Investing Podcast. If you're feeling frustrated that despite doing everything right in the property investing playbook and you're no closer to financial freedom, then head on over to incosiwealth.com to learn more about how you can use alternative investments to catapult your investing income and blend strategies to shave decades off your timeline to financial freedom. See you on the next episode.